0: What's up everybody, it's Biggs here with Real Life Real Talk. I'm very glad to be joining y'all tonight. This is Season 1, Episode 17, I believe. God knows. <laughs> Heaven knows. But I want to speak to you. Um, I made a video earlier concerning this, but I just felt an urge to actually go back and read the chapter. And as I read from verse 1 down to verse five, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he sealed it on my spirit and said, This is what I am saying to the church right now. And um I'm coming out of Second Timothy chapter four. I'm gonna read from verse one in the Amplified Classic. This is Apostle Paul speaking to his spiritual son Timothy. He said, I charge you in the presence of God and of Jesus of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead and by And by his coming and his kingdom. So right here you see that if you've been following me and you've been paying attention. Is that I've been preaching about the coming of Christ and how we need to repent. You check where I'm coming from. May the Holy Spirit breathe upon this preaching, and may the Holy Spirit breathe upon you. I pray that the same impartation He gave to me, and that reality and that urgency will just be upon you in the name of Jesus Christ. But this is so real, y'all. Like we're the body of Christ for a reason. Like we're the ones that we know. You check where I'm coming from. We know the voice of God. We aren't blind. Like like we're the children of light. How are we the also? How are we the children of light? Because we know. To know is to have knowledge. When you have knowledge, you're in the light. When you're in darkness, you don't know. You're ignorant. You check where I'm coming from. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. A lack of knowledge is a form of darkness. When you don't know, the enemy is able to use his devices against you. And when he's able to use his devices against you, guess what? Then you can't be a blessing for other people. So please, I encourage you, please spend time with God. The Holy Spirit wants to speak to you through prophetic prayers, through, through reading the Word of God, and through worship. But listen to what he says. I charge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, by, and by His coming and His kingdom. Right here, you see that the Holy Spirit led me to the coming and to the judgment um, seat of Christ. Who is to judge the living and the dead and by in the light of His coming and His kingdom? Herald and preach the word. Keep your sense of urgency. Stand by. Be at hand and ready. Whether the opportunity seems to be favorable or unfavorable. Apostle Paul partisan, you know, listen. Whether it seems favorable or not. You need to be preaching the word of God. Herald and preach the word. It has an exclamation mark right there. He said, keep your sense of urgency. A lot of the church right now, you don't have no urgency. Because you don't have intimacy with God. And it's so funny that the Holy Spirit led me to this verse. And to this scripture because I just made. My last podcast was named, The Urgency. Stand by and be at hand and ready. Whether the opportunity seems to be favorable or unfavorable. Whether we're quarantined or not. Whether it's in the church building or not. Or online. We need to be preaching the gospel. It further on says whether it is convenient or inconvenient. Meaning, whether you went out in public and God spoke to you to speak to someone... And it became inconvenient to you because you didn't even go out with that in mind. But we're often tested by God in the inconveniency. Are you willing to lay down your life, your agenda, your moment of your pleasure so that somebody else can be snatched out the pits of hell? And a lot of us, we're not using this quarantine life, a.k.a. or this quarantine moment, a.k.a. our divine reset, a.k.a. A divine set time by God so that we can seek His face and become focused once again. We're not using this time and redeeming the time for the days are evil. We're not redeeming the time. How do you redeem the time? By spending time in the Word of God. Worshipping, praying, fasting. Whether it is convenient or inconvenient, whether it is welcome or unwelcome, you as a preacher of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong and convince them, rebuking and correcting, warning and urging and encouraging them, being unflagging and inexhaustible in patience and in teaching. Like, dude, this is a whole mouthful, like, yo, this is so prophetic for the times that we're in. We need to be preaching the we need to be preaching the kingdom of God, the gospel. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation, first to the Jews and then to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed. You check where I'm coming from. What are you doing? You have neighbors that's next to you. You have people that walk past you when you go out in <gasps> excuse me, in public. You don't need to touch them. You need to just be sensitive and compassionate. Today, I prayed for an Arab, a guy that was from the Jordan. He was from the Middle East. I heard him and his other Arab friends speaking about how people are suffering and how people are dying. And I took advantage of that. Though they were supposed to be a six feet distance and he was on the phone, I did a complete act of boldness. And I asked to pray for his family. Like, we need to be obeying the word of God. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, to creation. He said that you shall be witnesses to me and all Judea, Samaria, and to the four corners of the earth and to all the ends of the earth. What are we doing? How are you using your social media platform? How are you using your, pace, your Facebook? How are you using your Twitter? How are you using your Instagram? How are you using your Snapchat? A lot of times I know people be thinking about me like, oh, he's too radical. No, it's not that I'm too radical. It's that I'm burning, that I have vision. You check where I'm coming from? I've reached a place in my life with God that I realize that it doesn't matter if I get married or not. Like, it really doesn't matter. Like, bless the Lord for his promises. Bless the Lord for what it is that he wants to do, all the things that he wants to give me. But like me, and the same thing that needs to be with you, that on the forefront of your mind, before those blessings, before the hand of God, we need to be the mouth of God. Bless the Lord for His hand. Bless the Lord for what He wants to give us. But are we going to allow God to be the one in us, speaking, manifesting, and revealing His love towards creation? God needs us in this time. The world needs us in this time. Bill Johnson said, we owe the world an encounter. We owe the world an encounter. I truly believe that. Yo, we were once darkness, but now we are light in the Lord. We are royal priests with a peculiar people. We were um, we was called out of darkness and into His marvelous light that we may show forth the praises of our God. It says, so let your good works so shine before men that they may glorify your Father that's in heaven. The Bible also says that we have been, um, we have, um, that God has preordained good works in Christ Jesus for us before the foundations of the earth. And good works is preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to be manifesting. We need to be having love in action. What is love in action? Preaching the truth. Whether it is convenient or inconvenient. Whether it is welcome or unwelcome. You as a preacher of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong by the spirit of God. And if I'm not mistaken, John chapter 15 says that for the Holy Spirit will come to convict men of sin, of righteousness, and the judgment to come. Well, guess what? The Holy Spirit is in earth and he's living on the inside of you. You're the ark of the living God. You have the power To block people, to change people's destiny from other damnation and into eternal life. But a lot of us, what's going on is that we're dead and we're asleep. The giant, the sleeping giant is the church, is the body of Christ. We're asleep, we're allowing Goliath to slay the children of Israel. AKA, they're figuratively speaking for the people that's in the world. Jude said, snatching souls out the pits of hell. When was the last time that you asked somebody to pray with them? When was the last time you asked for somebody to pray for them? When was the last time that you led somebody to Christ? We need to have an urgency. God don't put you in the elevator with those people for no reason. You check? God don't put you in that line or next to that person in Walmart for no reason. Like He wants you there because he wants you to just whisper to their hearts by his spirit on the inside of you. A lot of us we be like oh we need to be led. No, you need to just obey. Go ye into all the world he said go. That's a command go into all the world, into all the earth and preach the gospel to all creation. Second Timothy chapter four verse three says for the time is coming when people will not tolerate endure sound and wholesome instruction but having ears itching for something pleasing and gratifying, they will gather to themselves one teacher after another to a considerable number, choosing to satisfy their own liking to foster the errors they hold, and will turn aside from hearing the truth and wander off into myths and man-made fictions. Now a lot of y'all, God forbid, that y'all in this, that you just want to hear preachers, Or house of peace leaders or mentors or apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, or teachers, people that love Jesus, worship leaders. God forbid that you just want to listen to them because you know that maybe they don't have everything inside their life right. Or they're preaching a lukewarm, a seeker friendly um, gospel. But moving on to that. Verse 5 says, as for you, this is you. Apostle Paul is talking to you by the spirit of God. He said, as for you. Be calm and cool. The devil is a liar. The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, give me the grace of my God. Because the enemy is attacking me. Listen, as for you, be calm and cool and steady. Accept and suffer unflinchingly every hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Fully perform all the duties of your ministry. This is the hi- one of the other highlights. As for you, John, Peter, Victoria, Amy, Derek. As for you, be calm and cool and steady. So Apostle Paul is saying, you know, this is the attitude you need to have. Then he's telling you what you need to do as you go through it. And that what you're going to go through. He said, accept. And suffer unflinchingly every hardship. So he's letting you know that you're going to have to go through hardship. In the book of Acts it says, They went down strengthening the church and letting them know that through many tribulations, they must go through in order to inherit the kingdom of God. It says, do the work of an evangelist. Apostle Paul was an apostle. He could have been like, oh, but God did not call me as an evangelist. Like many of you do. Oh, God has called me to be an intercessor. God is calling me to be a prophet. I can't evangelize. Like, what's wrong with you? You have the word of the Lord. Let me tell you something. The people that make the best evangelist, if you're called to be a prophet, is a prophet. Because oftentimes people call the prophet an evangelist. But really, God is hiding treasure in an earthen vessel." Do the work of an evangelist, the Bible says. We need to be preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, of the kingdom, like never before. And I urge you, I beseech you, brethren, before the tender mercies of God, by the tender mercies of God, and by the grace of God. Get up, get out. Bro, make a goal to pray for people. Get on your social media, make a live. Make a video asking people who want to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Let them know that Jesus Christ is coming. That He's right around the corner. And to see, a lot of y'all don't read the word of God to get the fear of God on the inside of you. You don't read the word of God to see that Jesus Christ is really at the door. That we're right before He comes. We might see Him in our generation. We might not. But guess what? I can tell you for a fact that He is very near. And that maybe our great-grandchildren will be the one to see the coming of the Lord. People are freaking out. This is the time that the Antichrist is about to be revealed. He's right around the corner. Just like Jesus is around the corner. And people need the Lord Jesus Christ. It says fully perform all the duties of your ministry. Now the Lord was showing me as I read this earlier. And I said in the video on my YouTube video. The Lord showed me that every ministry. Everything that you're called to. Every gift. That you have cultivated, that God has placed in you, is for the upbuilding and for the furthering of the gospel. Whether it's social media content branding, whether it's um um um, you know, what's another ministry? You know, serving, doing ushers, like all of that. You check where I'm coming from. It's for the glory of God, and it ushers in the presence and the reign and the coming of Jesus Christ. It says, fully perform all the duties of your ministry. When was the last time or the first time that you ever prayed that God would do the fullness of the calling of God that's in your life? People are going to hell. People will die. People are going to burn in hell. People are going to be judged. You have the power. you I'm coming from to change this, to change people's fate. The Bible says um, in the book of James, James chapter 5, I believe, It says, let the latter one be sure that whoever turns a sinner from his evil course will save that one soul from death and will cover a multitude of sin. Procure the pardon of the many sins committed by the convert. Let me read it in the New King James Version. It says, brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he he who turns a sinner from the error of his sin Of his way. Will save his soul from death. And cover a multitude of sin. I think this is very self-explanatory. That there's people falling away from the truth. There's Christians. Other Christians that need to hear your voice. That need to know the urgency of God. That they need to get spanked on the bottom. By the spirit of God on the inside of you. That they may turn from their ways. Because you're saving them from a multitude of sin. And even death. What death? Eternal separation from God. And that is fire, that is the lake of fire where the false prophet, the beast and Satan and his angels will go. And the Bible says in Matthew that God did not design us for us to go to hell, but for the devil and his angels. So please, I ask you in the name of Jesus Christ, commission your soul, obey the word of the Lord, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. People need to hear your voice. Your mother is depending on you. Your brother is depending on you. Your cousin is depending on you. Your neighbor is depending on you. The eternal state, their destination is partially and a whole lot dependent on if you open your mouth. So it's big shit with real life, real talk. You don't know where it is. Season 1, episode 17. Do the work of an evangelist. Shalom.